to all my heavy hitters and lockdown defenders. Welcome to Sports Talk Coach and Kurt, episode 54, man. We back in the building, man, each and every Saturday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, simulcasting on Twitch and YouTube. Lockdown Defense Sports is your channel for Lockdown Defense Twitch channel. Uh, Lockdown Divas Podcast is your is your handle for YouTube. So check those out. Like, comment, subscribe as always. If you have not already, let us know you're out there and you pulled up on us at the right time because we got some great topics to talk about this Saturday here at nine o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Wow, a lot of things are going on. NFL Combine is happening. Some epic matchups in the NBA are happening right now. So uh, we're gonna talk about a lot of things here, controversial things here today. Uh, so uh, talk to me, Goose. What's going on over there, Coach Curry? How you feeling over there, brother? In the words of the great orator and literary uh, giant future, <laughs> sensational. <laughs> oh, the, the, give him, give him the, give him the nice college introduction that you gave again. Is yeah. he, he said auditory? What the, the 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 great orator and literary giant literary future? Giant. Okay. Okay. <laughs> sensational <laughs> yes indeed yes indeed if you're a football or sports purist you are in heaven this weekend definitely a lot to be uh had as far as content is concerned so yeah man true um true. it's it's always uh some that we do uh each and every week we're gonna start off with the reaction nba news and rumors mm-hmm. um you know it, it's it's funny that how things uh happen as uh as we break uh br- i guess you can say break this uh cycle of show yeah, we, when we come on air, uh, we have a, I guess it's a set amount of things we want to talk about, right? And right. Um, we we really uh, drove, you know, we're driving home a point uh, about a certain topic and then it just flips. You know, mm-hmm. somebody gets hurt, you know, something, something always seems to happen when it comes down to topics that we want to talk about. Because we were all ready to go as far as talking about the, the uh, sweet liberty in Philly, right? Right. So, but, and just before we went live, I noticed that uh, they're playing it back to back. Uh, and they're playing the Heat tonight, right? Who are in who is in first place in the East? And guess what? James Harden's out with a hamstring. <laughs> so, and they're also losing by fourteen. So, you, you see what I'm trying to say as far as what how we seem to happen. You know, we are like, you know, we prepping. We've been prepping a few days in the head. We're going to talk about this. We're going to talk about that. And then, you know, right when we go on air, the, the shoe drops. You're like, well, with you know, our our, our hot takes there ain't as ain't as hot. A little lukewarm now. <laughs> But, Damn it, James! Right. <laughs> but let's get into it. Let's talk about let's, let's talk about it in, in anyway. Um, you know, I'm not sure what's going to happen with this particular matchup. I mean, they are on back to back and playing the number one seed, so mm-hmm. I mean, you, you can't expect a whole lot. But if they do win the game, I, you know, I really will definitely uh, drive home the point I'm going to make here today. Right. When it comes down to uh, how uh, Philly's faring uh, since James Harden got there, so. Yeah. So the the topic of uh, of the start of the show is basically saying that uh, uh, how the 76ers are now up until this very moment undefeated since James Harden got there, mm-hmm. and uh, how mm-hmm. sweet and 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 easy and seamless has been for them to transition into into James Harden and off of Ben Simmons. So yeah. um, you know they had a nice little game last night. I mean it went down. It was pretty close towards the end, but um, outside of that, I mean it's been pretty smooth sailing, and they're definitely playing well. Um, very ahead of schedule, in my opinion, when it comes down mm-hmm. to how they're meshing and how they're gelling, you know, right. which, which tells me that it can only get better from here. So, um, what's yeah. your, what's your feelings on in the small, uh, I guess you can say sample size that we've gotten from the city Sixers here since James Harden's been in town. Um, uh, what do you think their chances are, um, going forward? 
Listen, the only thing that I saw stopping them is what happened today. Injury. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, From when we from the trade and when we've been on just watching them. uh, I almost wanted to say Ben who. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, they it's amazing what happens when a change occurs and you get to see kind of what's really behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. Right. And so when when you see that Embiid looks at peace and happy, the team is flowing, Mm -hmm. um, the coaching seems easier. It's easy to diagnose like, well, if everything is the same except for one thing, you kind of can tell what was the one thing that was holding the team back. Right. Yeah. And so when you look at the breakout of how everything was, I think there was some parts of MB that felt that he was pressing and having to carry the, 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 the heaviness of the team. But mm-hmm. I think really it was the behind the scenes stuff. I think some of the stuff where it was, we have to, we have to, you know, coddle, we have to acquiesce. Mm, good um, word. Good word. Yeah. Yeah. I was so scared to say it though. I practiced <laughs> it so many times, <laughs> but um, I say that to say, when you look at the chemistry, you, you get to see some of the things from behind the scenes are coming true. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't, I really don't believe that they ever really came together as a team. Right. I, I think it was a hiccup there because when you look at James Harden and true enough, James Harden makes up for two and uh, Ben Simmons in just scoring. Yeah, Offensively. Right? Definitely. Yeah. Offensively. Right. Because he opens up the lane and he was opening up the lane for Embiid. And what we talked about, the high pick and roll, right? The give and go, the two man game, uh, the threat of Harden and his shooting. You had to, you have to respect him. And oh, when you okay. respect Harden and when you have to play Harden the way people were having to play that makes Embiid's job super easy which was totally opposite uh with Ben I mean people were people were basically like look it's about to be four on five because we're gonna we're gonna dare him to shoot we're gonna pack the lane double Embiid put the pressure on Embiid uh and let Ben Simmons have whatever he have and we will we will live to fight another day if Ben Simmons beats us. Mm-hmm. But when you got James Harden, can't do that. You can't you can't do that. And just look, I I I knew something was looking better when you you heard a couple things come out right from MB like hey, look, we 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 didn't go to dinner together. Uh I was in my room, he did he was in this room. And not saying that they have to be, but mm-hmm. no team dinners no hangout, no get together, no any team bonding. Mm-hmm. And then soon as Harden gets there, they're looking and laughing with each other. They're showing up at the at the press conferences together. And then you're getting to see them on court, man. Um, again, my only thing that can stop them, in my opinion, is really Harden's injury. Yeah. Harden's yeah. injury, uh, his, his injury reports, right? His mm-hmm. hamstrings at this time, I don't know if he need. I would say, hey, whoever's training you, get somebody else because it's <laughs> it's around this time right. that you see 
James Harden's hamstrings start to become a major factor and it lingers, right? And it lingers throughout. And you're going to need that in the playoffs. I think they do have a good enough bench that can give Harden some time to heal. Mm-hmm. But like you, I, I just answered like you asked. Listen, from what I saw, I thought they would be good, but I didn't think it would just uh, it would be as synergistic as it is this quickly. Yeah, another good word, synergistic. He's, yeah, yeah. This listen, man, listen. listen. <laughs> this man is, is 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 all about the college words today. I tell you, tell you that right now. You know how much I read and listened to uh, the dictionary.com to pronounce them words and practice over and over. This was not easy. I'm over here sweating. People can't tell, but I was sweating. <laughs> Let's just say I'm not the one that's leading uh, this podcast uh, based off the education. Okay. I'm the comic relief. Okay. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it. Yeah. yeah this is this is all you're gonna get for right, this year. Right. I, I just I just they fired my, my two shots. I'm done. If if we was in the spades game, I just played my two spades. I hope you spade tight. That's a good one. That's a good one. He's a, I did my two for the year. I'm done. I, I gave you my two books. <laughs> You said eight. Well, I hope you got six. I just played my two. And I'm done. I'm done. Uh, That's too funny. (laughs) Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. As I try to compose myself and get my take out, because you're hilarious today. Highly educated and hilarious today. That's a double threat right there. I like it. Yeah. I like it. You're a good two-way player today. You're you're a three-and-D wing guy. I I like it. Listen, listen. Every now and then, I'll give you you 18 and 12. I'll give you 18 and 12. There you go. In three steals. I like it. In three steals. I like it. So, yeah. Uh, it's a lot to say about this whole situation from start to finish, but I'm gonna try right. to I'm gonna try to sew it up real fast, um, or as fast as I possibly can, and concise right. as I possibly can. So th- there was no love lost between Embiid and Simmons. We can all we all gonna say it now. I mean, everybody was trying to play kumbaya and trying to, um, you know, cater to Ben and, and reel him back in and things of that nature because you know it it was very fiery at the end of the season after they lost in the playoffs. Yep. Yep. And um, you know, then it you know, and we talked about this before, and it got quiet and, and it got more uh I guess you can say, you know, family oriented, you know, Doc tried to rein the family back in, you know, uh and B try to, you know, extend an olive branch, which Ben was having no parts of. So, you know, he was just done. You know, he no matter what you said or did at that point, based upon the reaction and the and the blame he 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 got given based upon their exit. You know, he didn't like it and he just didn't vibe or jive with the team no more, and Bede and Doc in particular. And mm-hmm. it was just to me it was never it was no repairing it. You know, right. but I get you know, and I said this before and I'll say it again. I think that they were only doing those PR moves in order to uh facilitate a trade. It just so mm-hmm. happens that it just it last it lasted long enough or it went long enough where the, to the point where James, you know, air quote requested a trade for himself and then it, it happened. You know, because right. this this could have been over at the beginning of the season, to be honest with you. But we thought that, you know, they were trying to move him somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, we just didn't know where. But, yep. but again, that, that relationship has always been rocky. never has been good. I mean, like you said, you don't got to hang out. I mean, I don't think, you know, a lot of the, you know, great duos in, in the in the uh, in history of the game have always been buddy-buddy, BFF, and, you know, hang out. We go to, we you know, we at each other's houses. We playing cards together. We doing trips together. You know, everybody's not right. Dwayne Wade and LeBron. You know, let's, right. let's just put it like that. You know, everybody's right. not like that. So, I mean, but still, you can work well together. 
You know, mm-hmm. I mean, some people you have great working relationships with, but you don't have no personal relationship with them. But it does, and that's just True. where it ends, and everybody's cool with that. So mm-hmm. that that doesn't doesn't necessarily mean that you have to do that. But yet again, you have to have some type of, you know, some type of camaraderie, some type of understanding, some type of trust. And it wasn't right. there, in my opinion. You know, yeah. I don't think it was because to see that to your point about how Harden walked right in the door and it was like a Step Brothers moment. You know, did we yeah. just become best friends? <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> right. That was exactly how it was. Yep. People instantly take a picture of them laughing and joking on the bench with each other the moment that he gets there. You know, it's almost yep. like they've been talking about this for weeks. Like, I can't wait to, you know, for you to come in, you know, and come into the locker room and let's get his, you know, let's try to make a run. You know, mm-hmm. so we're just trying to get this Joker, you know, aka Ben Simmons, out of here. So amicably, you know, so yeah. everybody's happy and then everybody gets what they want. But you yeah. know, I'm, I mean, truly, honestly, I'm glad it happened. Now I don't know what's going to happen on the other end of this side, other end of this, and we'll talk about this a little bit later. What's mm-hmm. going to happen in Brooklyn? But for the, for the 76ers, it was great, and I'm still trying to understand. I'm still trying to understand how the hell that Daryl Moore get away without having to trade Tyrese Maxey and and Thibel. Like I'm, 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 I'm just throwing my hands up. Like I don't know how you got out of that. You basically gave them, offered them two first round picks. I think one, one is protected, and mm-hmm. Seth Curry and uh, Ben Simmons for James Harden. And and what was it? Who was the other guy? Millsap. So yep. I mean, listen, I, I ain't gonna say they got fleeced, but <laughs> the wool got pulled over somebody. Somebody, eye. somebody, you know, yeah. it's somebody, you know, it. Ugh. I don't know. It, that was uh, that. I, that I ranked that up in the in the annals of African scammers. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> like, I see what you did there with that one. I see what you did there with right. that one. Yeah, I ranked that as as high as that. Like you know, when those when you get got by that African scammer, you really feel like how the. <laughs> yes. Send. Click on this email link. Right. And send me ten dollars, and I'll send back ten thousand. There you go. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's what it feels like. Yeah. That's yeah, what that's feels, what it feels that's like. That's what it feels like. So, uh, so yeah. But um, overall, again, it just it would never worked, and it just certain things that you just got to move off of. And I just I would have, right. yeah, I think it worked out in the end. But you know, we were screaming for this to be done, you know, for long before now, and just mm-hmm. so happens that you know what it, it is, it is here now. And then I think that holistically, I think they can go far. I would have loved to seeing them at full force against the Heat. Um, right. But you know, and I think honestly, true, I'm not thinking James really hurt ridiculously. I think it's just a matter of of uh, air quote low management. I just don't think he played yeah. hard last night. You know, and they just mm-hmm. don't want to overwork him. You know, he's still coming back from an injury. You know, and yeah. he's been playing well ever since he got there. So that, it was just one of the things. Just give him a night off. You know, just give him a night off. Uh, yes, yeah, just so happens we playing the Heat. You know, but I'm sure they would much rather have played the Thunder tonight. Oh yeah. Than oh, the yeah. Heat. But you know, you just give him a night off. I think he'll be back next game. So I'm not overly yeah. concerned about that. But overall, you know, holistically, I think it's great. I think they literally can set themselves in position to be the one or two seed. Um, oh, you know, without it, easy, easy. You know, and I give, listen, I give the Sixers credit on this too. They stood by their guns. Daryl Morey definitely did. He definitely Darryl did. Daryl Morey said, "I am not paying you." Unless you do these things, mm-hmm. you're I'm I'm not I'm not bending. I'm not giving you a a peace offering. Mm-hmm. If you keep not showing up, mm-hmm. you keep wanting to act a certain way. You're gonna keep getting fined and you're gonna keep losing money. Uh, damn, that's what it is. I mean, I think that should have took a harder stance with Kyrie in that, but that's a whole other conversation. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I definitely give them credit for sticking to their guns, and they and they and I think they won. I, I think they won yeah. short and long. Oh, without term. a doubt. Without I think they want short and long term. So I, again, it's like I said, yeah. sweet liberty in Philly. 
You know, and I really yeah. think that at this is a point where we can start to talk about where they may finish versus, you know, where will they, you know, make it to the playoffs? Because we're questioning with, with Ben not playing, were they even going to make it far? Now, exactly. just like, it's a question of, of not if, but, you know, how far? How you know, far? How exactly. far? And where they land in, in the seedings? Because honestly and truly, the Heat are play, he's playing good ball. The Bucks are yep. trying to get healthy, and the 76ers are rolling. So, you know, mm-hmm. it's it's anybody's ball game, but I think they're definitely the one of the top three or four teams is going to be in the in the semifinals towards the finals of the conference. And yeah. again, the only thing that's going to hold them back, like you said, to your point, is injury. If Embiid can injury. stay healthy and Giants Harding can stay healthy, and they can kind of manage it to the point where they can still win and be relevant and and give those guys the days off they need to keep their bodies healthy. Mm-hmm. All all points are go. All, all points are go. go. All points. Did are we go. just become best friends? Yep. yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's James Harden and Joe LMB for sure. Yep. All right. So let's move over to talk about uh, the MVP race. And um, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm going to give me a hat that says Nostradamus on it. You know, because I feel like, you know, in the sports analyst world, in the sport and podcast world, I'm, I'm America's voice of reason. You know, that's yeah. one. That's yeah. one You're of, underappreciated. I, I You're am. underappreciated. I am. I'm America's. I'm America's <laughs> voice of reason, and I'm America's uh, newsbreaker. You know, when I tell yeah. you something's going to happen, you know, I might. It might be a slow play, but a lot of times it comes to fruition. If you if you if you have if you haven't been paying attention, I was right on the right. Westbrook deal. I was right. I was right about the John Morant thing. So, mm-hmm. and talking about the MVP race now, everybody's on the is buzzing. You know, I'm loving that. I've been on this for two months. And right. now everybody's buzzing talking about John Moran could be the MVP. Where right. were y'all two months ago when I was talking about it? So, <laughs> yeah, they're treating you like Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah, where, then show me some respect. Show know. me some respect. Put some respect. Exactly. Put some respect on my name. Shout out to Birdman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Birdman and honor that. There you go. Put some respect on my name. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. So yeah. Uh, so now John Moran is in the talks of MVP race, and he's had a. Hell of a week. I mean, we've got a 52 point performance in there. We've got a, mm-hmm. a high 30s performance in the, in the week. We also got a 46 point performance in the week. So now, you know, he's starting to rise in, uh, in the talks of being in the uh, finals of, in the, as a finalist for MVP um, coming here shortly because we're getting down to the home stretch. We're about, I would say, about a, about a week, about a month and two weeks away from the end of the season. So, and, you know, you know, again, I've been paying attention to this. Nobody else has, obviously, but he's been right. on the tear all season. And he's been yeah. he's elevated his team to the point where he is honestly and truly, you know, getting this team to the point where they could literally be a threat to people if you're not careful. You know, right. I get the team is young, I get the team is, you know, still figuring it out, but they're playing good basketball. And they've been playing ever since the ever since December. I feel like they lost about eight or nine games in a row. And then they mm-hmm. ran off about thirteen straight. You know, some some clicked. It's kinda like what the Hawks did last year when they got Nick McMillan as a coach. It is something right. clicked. And then uh, ever since then they've been uh, they've been in the uh Top one or two, top four in the Western Conference ever since then. Mm-hmm. So, what do you feel like John Moran is at this, right now as a player, and what do you think his chances are of winning MVP? I'm gonna tell you right now. Uh, I don't see how he doesn't walk away as MVP uh, in two ways. Right? Mm-hmm. Let's talk box office. Okay. Let's talk must must see TV. Yes, that's right? definitely what he is. It, when you think about Let's think Sports Center, right? Okay. Let's think highlights. Mm-hmm. When every time you turn on, when you're like, "What highlight am I going to see by this person?" Mm-hmm. That that does something. Not to say there's been a lot of great players who've just been consistent, mm-hmm. and you know, when you break things down, 
they're not as they're not as uh, high flying and and thirty second clips, uh, but they've just been consistent all year. And you're like, yo, just because you didn't see the highlights doesn't mean the person's not balling. Mm-hmm. But when you get someone that is balling and giving you like top two, top three plays of the the week, mm-hmm. that's come on, man. When we look at what he's doing right now. I'm talking about the reverse 360s, the posters, the 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 shots, the the blocks, right? Mm-hmm. I'm talking about just if you have money to play to pay to see one player for one game this season, I would challenge you to say you wouldn't see Ja Morant. Yeah. For yeah. for one game, yeah. right? For one game. Mm-hmm. Um, when you look and now looking at, you know, most valuable player, who's most valuable again, when you look at take him off of the Grizzlies Mm -hmm. right now, go ahead and make my point for me. I've been saying it for for two months, take him off the Grizzlies Mm -hmm. and you cannot tell me the Grizzlies would be making any type of noise this season they at wouldn't. all they wouldn't at all I, I would argue they wouldn't because i feel like he elevates that's the thing there's a lot there's three things that then play for me when it's in this situation and i feel right. like that stories come into play um when you talk about mvp along with the, the your, your play like they, right. you have to play at a, at a high level right you have to mm-hmm. elevate your team and you have to have a story behind it you know when it comes to uh you know which what made your rise happen you know, yeah. in a sense, because you, again, you weren't talking about last year's MVP. Now, what's your, where does your meteoric rise come from? So, right. you you know, if you look at the stair steps that they've taken since he's been there, you know, they were mm-hmm. right outside the playoffs the first year. They made the playoffs yeah. and play on game last year. Now they're in the three seed, could be the two seed if, if the Warriors are not careful here in yeah. short term, you know, and they've been consistently there since December. Yep. So again, yep. and I always, make the, I always make the point about his team and the fact that if you take John Moran off this team. Name somebody else. If you're not a football, excuse me, a basketball purist, name a person on that team that that's on that team besides John Moran. You can't. You can't. Okay. I mean, I can't because I mean, I'm a, first of all, I'm a I'm a Western Conference fan. I'm, my team is in Western Conference, right. so I see the Grizzlies more often than most people. So right. you know, and they watch East Coast television. But regardless right. of that, you know, I again, you can't name as a, as a casual fan, you can't name anybody on the Grizzlies outside of John Moran. So right there, that makes you at the three seed, maybe the two seed here in in short order. That tells you me right there that if he's the main guy, you know, and and you're getting production out of everybody else on his team, you know, Desmond Bain and you know and those guys, you know, you're getting you know Jaron Jackson, all those guys that you know that you you know they're not household names, they're mm-hmm. not household names. So they're getting you know big time production in that, and he's the he's the catalyst or the engine that's running this whole train, then. He, he to me that's there is no other argument to be made about valuable, you know. Cause and, cause, cause, and when you look, because oh, who do you think? Because who do you think is in the MVP conversation outside of John? Let me ask you that. So, you well, know, it's MB, MB is right, in there, right? Uh, uh, Joker is yeah, in there, right? Uh, Dark Horse, and it's crazy even to say Dark Horse, but Curry, yeah. you know, would be about fourth, and I would say DeRozan's uh, in there. Right. Yeah. DeMar, definitely DeMar DeRozan yeah. in there. Right. So um, so let's look at all those situations. The real quick, real, real quick, like 
Like, if you take Embiid off of the 76ers, they still win games, right? With James Harden, yes. Maxime, Thibault, and all them, right? right? Steph Curry off the Warriors, they still win games, right? Yep. You know, uh, DeRozan, you got Zach Levine, Vujovic, Caruso, you know, Blanzo, still win games, right? Yep. You know, so, I mean... I mean, again, you take again, you take him off the Memphis Grizzlies. They're not a conversation. Matter of fact, you take him off, and people will forget that Memphis even has a basketball team. Thank you, thank you. That and to me, there is no other way around you saying that he's not the most valuable player because again, how he elevate because it's one because everybody wants to say that well because let's take about step let's talk about steps last year's uh, season right. You know, right. although he, uh, they were a playing team, you know, this, he was clearly the most valuable player on the team. You didn't know anybody else outside of Draymond on his team right. that was relevant, right? So he elevated right. that team to the point where they were probably a lottery team to a, a fringe playoff team. But mm-hmm. they didn't win mm-hmm. enough. So everybody's argument was they didn't win enough. So you right. can't make that argument with the Grizzlies this year. You can't mm-hmm. say, well, Grizzlies are a small market team. They don't win enough. That's, that's mm-hmm. not true. They, they win and they win big and they win against good teams. So yep. it's not so it's not like it's a situation where you can make any of those arguments that would that would be against Ja are not there anymore. So yeah. you, by default, now again, I don't make I, I'm not a voter, and some people are just setting their ways about who they feel like should be in the conversation and who's not. But if mm-hmm. you want to talk about the word valuable, John Moran is it for me. Point blank period. As long oh. as he does, as long as he does, as long as he maintains where he is at this moment in time, you can't argue the fact that he's not the most valuable player. Without, and, and then if you want to go to the analytics, um, he's increased his rebounds. Yes. I'm not even I'm not gonna talk about the what I call the the personal the personal part of analytics. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the team part Straight of it. Straight up numbers, yeah. Mm-hmm. Straight up rebounds mm-hmm. have gone up. Right. His assists have dropped a little bit, but mm-hmm. still at six assists a game, mm-hmm. that's amazing. His field goal percentage has gone up 5% from last year. Now, I know I know he had some injuries last year and things like that, but mm-hmm. even his rookie season, it went up 2%. Right. Now, think about this. He is a guard, a point guard, and he's almost averaging 50% field goal percentage. Mm-hmm. That means mm-hmm. half the shots he's putting up, right. he's hitting, right? So now you go to the, the, the home run. Mm-hmm. points per game mm-hmm. he has jumped now i want people to listen to this you again you said this two months ago but i want people to listen to this at 50 percent 50 percent and he wasn't bad before he was 47 his rookie year mm-hmm. 44 last year for almost 45 this year he's almost 50 percent his scoring has went up nine points um, he went from 19th again, the opposite of Ben Simmons. Right. right? Mm-hmm. He went 17, mm-hmm. 19. Mm-hmm. He's at 27. He's almost 28. Yeah. Right. When we look at scoring titles, you have to do the 27. He's at 27.8. Mm-hmm. Per, he's scoring 27.8 on 50, 49.6% field goal percentage. Mm-hmm. He's went up every year. And that's just growth. That's just grow his mm. third year in the league, yep. right? Mm-hmm. He's he's right at that point where people say, okay, you know what? They starting to figure out the game is slowing down enough. He's figuring like, yo, I belong here. I can play with these dudes. I understand how to uh, 
ration out my energy and my body. I'm not just going 100 miles an hour. And he's averaging 28 points a game on 50%. I just want to say on 50% shooting right. as a point guard. But this see, ain't like he's doing 10 see, see, and averaging 50. You're, you're leaving the he's, part out, though. You're leaving the part out, ahead. though. He's a, he's a point guard, yes, but he's an undersized point guard. Yeah, he's yeah, under six yeah, five, he's and his steals have went up, and he's one hundred and seventy five pounds. That's what's crazy. Yes, and he's got hops, man. The oh dude, the dude's oh a high flyer. He is. I mean, they they hearken him to uh, Allen Iverson in his early days. That's a, that's a comparison they're making now. Now, I will argue that I think that early on in his career, Jaws a better shooter than Allen Iverson was because you know yeah. he wasn't a, a purist. Well, he was always a volume shooter in my opinion, but. You know, he wasn't. Uh, Allen was definitely a volume shooter, but he wasn't. Uh, you know, he wasn't that great at shooting. Or, you know, his first three years of the league. You right. know, so the comparison, I think he's ahead of the game when it comes to shooting. When according to Allen, you know, based upon you're going to do a side by side comparison to him and Allen. So, yep. but yeah, I mean, yet again, he's he's doing way too much to for you to argue anything against his uh, his. Uh, I guess you can say his case for uh, MVP. I mean, he's doing all yep. the right things. He's elevating his yep. team. He's making his teammates better. He's, he's, there you he, go. He's winning, he's winning basketball games against good teams. And he's elevated their record. Like, it's not, as, not, as, not, as, not just the fact that the team is doing better as a whole. They're in conversation of being a contender. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. he checks all the boxes for me. That's basically what I'm driving home at. He checks all the yeah. boxes for me. So, again, yeah. unless something dramatically happens differently in the next month and a half, then I, right there, he gets my vote. I tell you what, I will say, if he don't walk away with MVP, then this this they got some blind voters. They do, and again, they got some older sports writers that are just setting their ways, and they think certain things should be a certain way, and he doesn't fit yeah. that bill. And that's the only thing that's going to hurt him, you know. But again, that's 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 just an opinion. It's an opinion. It's not the facts that's on the court, right. you know. So you know, and we drove home exactly what the point, all the points are. You know, he he checks all the boxes. So oh, you know, it'd be a travesty just if he doesn't win MVP. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. And he hasn't, and he stayed away from the Kardashians. There you go. <laughs> That's the many men downfall. It's been a Kardashian. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stay, right. away. Stay, Stay away. Ja. Stay, Stay away, John. Stay away. Listen, they called, no answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Send them to your burner phone. There you go. <laughs> I like that meme. They had the, uh, they had that side by side, had Le old LeBron and new LeBron, uh, current right. LeBron next to each other. And the right. caption was, if Russ calls, don't answer. As he's telling Young LeBron. <laughs> Do the same thing with Ja. If listen, yeah. his, his, his yeah. old self tell his young self, if if yeah. any of the Kardashians or the Jenners call, don't answer. Don't answer. Don't answer. So yeah. And speaking of the Lakers, let's talk about uh the fallen is our next Ooh. topic. The fallen. So yeah. at the start of the season, um, you know, wasn't my personal opinion, but at the start of the season, yeah, your it was your opinion. At the start of the season, the the the, the I guess your consensus was the most most sports pundits and media guys that the Lakers and the Nets would likely end up in the finals, right? Yeah. Assuming yep. if everything may remain equal, LeBron, AD, and now Westbrook added to the fold um, with a healthy Kyrie, KD, and um, and James Harden at the time. Mm -hmm. Everybody felt that they were going to basically be the odds-on favorite to win their conferences and made in the finals. But 
as we see, things always change, rearrange, nothing's ever the same. So right. uh, Westbrook hasn't largely worked in, in Lakers, and they're struggling. And the Nets are struggling as well. And James Harden is no longer with the Nets. Kyrie's a part-time player. And we're not mm-hmm. sure. We we also, we thought we were going to get some clarity on what the New York uh, mayor was going to do as far as the mandates are concerned. But he hasn't made right. a move yet. Uh, they may slowly get there, maybe by the playoffs. But as, as of right now, they, he's still a part-time player. So, right. Let's do a comparison about well. Let's just let's just compare and contrast about what uh, happened with both teams and why they're struggling. I believe the Lakers are in the ninth seed and the and the Nets are in the eighth seed right now. When we everybody in the start of the season thought there'd be one, right? So um, let's start with the Nets. So what do you think that is has gone wrong with the Nets and why they're struggling in the uh, in large space um, here uh, to this moment? Uh. Besides the injury situation, mm-hmm. um, you you brought you brought together great offensive scores that are powerful individually, but it was just hard to work collectively, mm-hmm. right? Because we even to now, you look at two seasons. I don't think they've played forty games together. No, 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 no. It's way less than that. They played uh, an upwards of like. To all three, they played about 10. Now, again, some of that this year is outside of their uh, their choice, right? There was the mandate. Well, well, they, I, again, I can well, go ahead. I know, I, I, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know what you're you about sorry. to say. It, 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 it pushed my button. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I mean to jump in on your sake, sir. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you were telling me. Shut up. <laughs> you pissed me off. You know what I'm but um, when you look at last year, right, injuries derailed all three. It just you couldn't get them on the court yes. at the same time Absolutely. together. Mm-hmm. And I think some of that really was foreshadowing just the energy of them, right? there. I, I just I believe that there's something about when you bring certain people together where it's just not going to work, mm. right? As much as you want it to, it's just something about, not to say that they was ever angry at each other, it was just that energy together just never mm. came to fruition. And so coming into this year, you know, every, I think I think it was a lot of people that was like, oh my gosh, you're looking at KD, one of the top offensive scorers, and Kyrie being the wizard that he is, and Harden knowing how many points that he can drop. Mm-hmm. And we talked about it last year. Go back and listen to our podcast. Yes, they can outscore people, but defensively, right? Mm-hmm. You get to this year, same thing. KD's out with injury. Harden is dealing with injury. You got Kyrie being a part-time player. And again, you never saw them. And as much as we hoped and people hoped to see what could be, it just never, ever clicked. Mm -hmm. So I think this is, again, I'm going to call this the uh, Dan Snyder uh, uh, framework where, where you, you, you buy, you think you can buy a championship just because you get big names and put them together and Mm. think they're going to have, um, some sense. I'm gonna use the word again. You you think they're gonna have synergy together, mm-hmm. and it never worked, right? And I think that's been the biggest thing with the Nets. KD can do only so much. Mm-hmm. Harden can do only so much. Harden became frustrated and upset. It wasn't what he thought it was gonna be. He mm-hmm. didn't think that he was gonna have to be 
Houston all over again, mm -hmm. you know, with the heavy, like I, all the pressures on me, um, KD, again, you're looking at a lot of guys. You're looking at three guys. Great number. I'm going to call them great number twos. No one wanted to be number one. Mm -hmm. mm. Nobody wanted to be number one. That's a one. good one, boy. Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah. Great number two. You big right? dummy. Sorry. That was, that was for Kyrie. I'm sorry. That was Kyrie. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I get it. I'm, I'm, I'm frustrated with Kyrie. I'm, of course, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. But, but uh, I'm going to give you a shout out for that take. That was a great take. I'm, I'm sorry. I just want to give you a yeah. shout out for that take. I, I'm sorry. My Kyrie buttons is fronted. I'm sorry. <laughs> but that I think that's what, what happened in Brooklyn, man. It just never came together. Uh, you had offensive juggernauts that just could never get on it. When you look at these three, and you're telling me that they, out of two seasons, well, uh, one whole season and three-fourths, and they never played together <laughs> over 15 games total? That's, that's telling right there. That is, you're talking about over 100 games, almost over 100 games of basketball. And, and they, 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 play they play like or less. 10 or 15 or less, maybe 10, 15 at the most. If you, yeah. if you count, because we can't even count playoffs, Kyrie's hurt for most of them. So, exactly. can't even count that. So, uh, yeah. You know, and they, then Harden, like you said, Kyrie was hurt early on. Uh -huh. Harden was hurt second most because KD was having to carry the load in the second round of the playoffs. This is true. This is true. This is true. So, you know, I look at the Nets like this prior to the James Harden departure, right? It's mm -hmm. one of those things where you had, like, you grew up, you grew up with, you got, it's you and two other your good cousins, right? Like every yeah. time y'all have a cookout, every time y'all come over to your house, it's all love, right? We we get along great, you know. Mm -hmm. You know, we just we just the best of friends, right? Right. You know. Then you get grown, right? You decide that you know you're gonna uh, you know leave the nest and move out. And he's like, you know yep. what? It'd be a good idea for me and my two cousins to move in together, right? And in the mm. moment you move in together, it's a complete and utter disaster. Like you you don't like the way he brushes teeth. You don't like the fact that this dude always leaves the refrigerator open. You don't like the fact that he don't ever pick his drawers above the floor. And y'all right. just at each other's throat. And it just don't work. And it just it's a it's an ugly household. Like every time you come right. in, it's a it's some type of either you suck your teeth at the person or you actually beefing. You know, yeah. so it's it's one of those things where you just you can it's cool casually, but you, we we can't live together and play together. You know, consistently. Yeah, 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 you, you yeah. It don't work. We, we, we don't rock. We don't rock well living together. No, we don't. And that's what happened. Yeah. They they thought that you know because we were casually you know good friends. We were good friends off right. the court. You know, we can go on vacation together. We can party, hang out at the strip club together, do whatever you want to do. Everything's yeah. love, right? But when it came to doing doing work and, and really mm -hmm. putting in that time on the court and us us gelling, it never it never panned out for whatever reason. It was always something in a way. You know, Kyrie right. in his situation, you know, he was always in and out. Because prior, remember, prior to him being hurt um, in last season, he was always in and out, talking, taking personal days, doing political activism things, and this, all these other things. He was not available on the court. So clearly, James right. looking at it like, I didn't come to Brooklyn for this. You know, no. you know, no. if I'm going to put in all, if I'm going, you know, be here every night, I need you to be here every night. That's what we exactly. agreed upon, right? So, and I feel like that. Uh, consequently, and I feel like he probably blames Kyrie a little bit for his injuries too, because he's like, if I didn't have to work so damn hard every night, I wouldn't be hurt. <laughs> exactly. I wouldn't exactly. be hurt. So again, you know, so he's he pointing, you know, rightfully so in some regards, he pointed the finger at this, why you not here? You know, mm -hmm. you know, why you ain't showing up? Why you ain't paying your rent on time? That's, you know, just go back to the apartment now. <laughs> the just. rent's too damn high. Yeah. No, <laughs> listen, no Roger, no rerun, no rent. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, right. So you're not you're not pulling up your end of the deal. 
You know, so he's getting increasingly frustrated with that. And again, the mm -hmm. exit they took in the playoffs was a, was a, was a black eye. You know, right. then we come back again. You know, full circle. Then it's the vaccine thing. Like yeah. everybody else, you know, everybody else in the team got vaccinated. Everybody took. You know, whether you agree with it or not, they they mm -hmm. they, they took they sacrificed for the better for the good of the team and the good of my yeah. teammates because everybody's uh putting forth the effort and putting their bodies on the line every night to play. You know, we're mm -hmm. collective. We're not individuals, right? We don't play golf. Right. So, <laughs> so that. That right there is telling that he was going to basically your stance and your opinion on the vaccine was, you know, supersedes, you know, our, our ability to play basketball. And mm -hmm. that, again, that's taking you off the court. And remember, up until recently, that Kyrie wasn't a, wasn't playing at all. Remember, because right. they were because right. the Nets said we we don't want you part time. They backed off of it, but they mm -hmm. want they said we don't want you part time. It wasn't until right. KD, it wasn't until KD got overworked is when they decided to back off of it. And decided at mm -hmm. least we can play in part times and give KD a break, you know, which didn't help because he still got hurt any damn way. But regardless of that, that's the issue. You know, mm -hmm. he was, you know, it just is one of those things where your uh, attitude and demeanor and the way you live your life is in the way of us trying to make make things happen on the court and, and help our legacy. Because I mean, because let's be honest, you know, Kyrie's legacy is shaky and Ames Harden's legacy is shaky as well, and they were trying to fix it by coming yep. together. And yep. if we wasn't going to be able to do that, then James Harden's like, I'm out. And yep. that's what happened. That's what happened. So that's that's really what it boiled down to. It's just one of those things where, yeah, we might be casually good off the court, you know, as far as our chemistry or our friendship is concerned. But I, I said it before and I said it again, you always you can't always work with your friends. You can't. You, you can't always work with you your can't. friends. And that's what and that's what and this was a classic example of what which what that means is you can't work with your friends because exactly. everybody not on the same page, everybody on the same the same drive, everybody don't have the same goals. And mm -hmm. if you if you looked at it um, from the outside looking in, you took a little, real real self aware self awareness evaluation of the situation. You should know this was going to happen with Kyrie before you got there because he's yeah. always been a bad teammate. Yeah, that's why he rose in the wrong way. He's always been a bad teammate. You know how mm -hmm. the hell if LeBron James gets away gets along with everybody in the league, you know top to bottom, we don't have no enemies for real. And you right. can't get along with them. Who's the problem? You get to Boston, you can't get along with the young guys who are who look up to you because you feel like they're in the way. Yeah. Who's the problem? Because clearly Boston's been okay since you Kyrie Lever. Am I right? They made it the conference title games a couple of times, and they they yeah. you know there's a dark horse to make it again. They they're playing good ball right now. Yeah. You know now yeah. now you get to Brooklyn, and you still got issues. So it seems that every place you go, it's 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 a locker room problem. And what's the common denominator? I'm a dark cloud, but who's the common denominator I mean? though? In this whole yeah. situation. Yep. So yep. that's your problem. And then and then you trade. <laughs> that's why I say I just don't know about this whole situation in Brooklyn because you trade Harden for for another uh, diva in Ben Simmons. And if okay. you listen, if you want to talk about people that are they're they're needy. Ben Simmons. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Ben Simmons. Oh takes, my gosh. He makes Kyrie. He makes Kyrie look like a welfare case. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You're Listen. talking about somebody super, uh, super. Uh, uh, I, I can't think of the word, but if you're talking about a player that really is going to require so much attention. energy, energy and attention. Yes. Energy and attention. Mm -hmm. This is that's this guy. And again. You got two you, of them in the building. <laughs> yeah. And I just, listen, I give, I give him some credit, uh -huh. but there's things I'm hearing people say about him. I'm like, I just didn't see it. You know, I just don't think he's that 
610, yes. Point guard, yes. But like I mentioned, there's things that I saw from coming out of LSU that hasn't changed in the NBA. That's a great point. He, That's a great point. He displayed point. it in college. You, He has not elevated any team that he's been on. You know what? I'm 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 gonna I'm give you an analogy, and you're gonna love this analogy because it's gonna drive home something we've we've talked about in lengths in an entire friendship, right? Mm-hmm. You know who Ben Simmons is? Oh, ben Simmons dude. is that kid whose father forced him to play sports <laughs> that never really wanted to play, but right. couldn't tell his father no, and got to the point where he just was good enough. To the point where he could flourish and, and make things happen in 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 the league with minimal effort, because he was right. so talented, so fast, so quick, so defensively dominant that mm-hmm. you know people you know let him get away with the things that he was doing. Because right. like you going back to the LSU days, he was a problem there. They had they had some dings on his resume when it comes to his scouting report in LSU. How he right. was in Philly. Now, subsequently, how he's on not still not on the court for Brooklyn. I mean, come on. I just don't think the guy loves sports. I don't think he loves basketball. I just think he looks at it like, well, I'm sister, I'm light skinned, I'm I'm supposed to I'm supposed to play basketball. That's what I'm supposed to do. And they, and they yes. pay me thirty million dollars to do it. So I'm just gonna do it and make this money. I don't really care about winning or losing or or, or being great. I just wanna get my money. That's what happened when you got people cutting your pancakes. There you go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know. I think that I think it's yeah. it's it's a problem and it's only getting worse in Brooklyn, in my opinion. I just don't think they're gonna go anywhere. I don't care. KD will have to drop fifty a night. Yep, because you're not gonna get an offensive. You don't don't expect him to pick up the offensive no, no. Uh, 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 side. He, he he's there to know, get stops. He's not there to score. Yeah, yeah he's there to get yeah. stops. Yeah, you know, you be better. You better serve to get production out of Steph Curry and Patty Mills than getting any production out of him. Yeah, so. don't don't ask him to pick up the 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 offensive when that don't, when when it lulls. Don't think don't look to your left or your right yeah. thinking that he's about to pick right. up and get hot tonight. If it's a low management night for KD and Kyrie, guess what? Y'all gonna lose. Lose. <laughs> Game go. over. Over. All right, so let's talk about the Lakers now, and and how they've Ooh. fallen off the rails. Um, it's rough. I mean, I I had, I had about a thirty minute rant on my podcast about it uh, this past Tuesday. So if you haven't listened to that, yeah. check that out. But um, my team is is down bad, and I, I'm I'm just I'm not even upset that we're doing a, a show. I rather much much rather be doing a show with you right now than watching them play the Warriors. Yeah, because it's, it's just yeah. it's just a, it's an ugly state of affairs. It really yeah. is. Yeah. It, it's and I said it before. I said it again. Again, I'm 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 America's voice of reason, and I'm the predictor of all things good and bad. So yeah, I told you right off when the day it happened. I I was I was I, I text you when it I went hate down. That you're right, <laughs> right. So I texted you when it happened. It was a bad idea. And I've been on the bad idea train from the get go. And I have not gotten off. As a matter of fact, I'm the conductor at this point. I got the little hat. I'm, I'm yeah. driving the train that this is a bad idea. So and no brakes on it. None. None at all. We full steam ahead. Two, two. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we full steam ahead. So, yeah, in your opinion, I mean, clearly yeah. I, I can go all day. In regards to what my opinion is or what's wrong, again, I gave a thirty-minute rant on my podcast about it. But from your perspective, what you what has been the issue all season for the Lakers, bro? I I've thought about it, looked at it, tried to figure it out. Um, it, it's the same thing. They just it's it's no gelling. It's just it just it's it. This was even. 
This one's even more confusing to me because you have one of the most intelligent, almost a savant when it comes to basketball, what is seen on the court, understanding spacing and people being. He's been one player, and I'm talking about LeBron, that, as you said earlier, he's been one player that gets along with almost everybody. I know mm -hmm. he's petty. To me personally, I see the pettiness in him. You know, <laughs> he does little things and it's like, come on, LeBron, you don't have to. But when it comes to him getting people involved in some way, mm -hmm. somehow, mm -hmm. normally he figures it out, right? right? Halfway through after the after the all-star, he's figured it out and he's like, okay, you know what? I kind of got your role. I'm gonna put you in a good place mm -hmm. to to work towards your strength, at least for the season, right? Right. Um, again, on paper, and I was one of those people. I was like, oh, you know, man, you got LeBron, and now you got AD, and 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 now you add Russell, who's gonna be the slasher, cutter, and driver, and 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 yes, you said he is not gonna is not gonna jail. He's too much of a volume shooter. He's super fast paced. Uh, even, you know, I heard Shaq, um, you know, talk about when he told Russ, he was like, dude, slow down. Right. Right. You're going 100 miles an hour. Just slow down. Let the game come to you. And do you but think you listen? Do you think you listen? No. But to answer your question, mm -hmm. I think it's been a little bit of. And I'm not going to say that Vogel is a bad coach. But I, I believe he's been grabbing at something in the dark. And just trying to throw it together. He's just he's hoping that hey, if I do this, I mean, again, to sit Russell, I get it on paper. Uh huh. But I think again, when you're talking about emotions of people, when you're talking about handle the emotional stability of players, uh, I saw a report today where you know it it never sat well with Russell. It doesn't sit well. The the change in the role. Um, it's not something that Russell's going to sign up for, right, wrong, or indifferent. Russell is very, you know, he has his own mind. And when he's when he's locked into this is the way I'm going to do, he's one of those people you're not going to get him to change, right? And so it just hasn't worked. Injuries again, injuries have played a part. I don't remember seeing LeBron as injured ever in his career as I've seen this year. AD hasn't been there. If AD's been there more than 40%, I would be shocked. Oh, don't worry. And then, yeah. And then Russell's, again, when you, and I'll say this, you, you said that, you said this, when you've, you, when you've been used, when you've been, when you have been used to being the ball dominant person, <laughs> it's hard to go to a position where you're too alphas and say okay i will accept less for you to continue your role again lebron right wrong and different has been the person that brings the ball down right he's the oh, ultimate yeah. facilitator oh yeah his game hasn't transitioned to where he's playing a two-man game and going down to the blocks mm -hmm. russell is a guard Mm -hmm. he he's not a okay a guard that can transition his game to the block so now you got two ball dominant bring the bring it up the court players 
who are working to figure out who's going to facilitate. And it just hasn't meshed. Fogel has been trying to figure it out. Um, but again, I, I, when you, and we talked about this, to see Russell benched, it was like, ooh, I, I, that's, that to me was a sign of, yep, this train is completely off the tracks now. Mm-hmm. And not just bench once, multiple times in the fourth quarter, he got sat down. Right. Logically, did it make sense? We look at statistics, okay. But again, you're talking about the energy, the ebb, the emotional intelligence and an emotional and the emotions of a player, and especially of Russell's caliber. Mm-hmm. You could just see his body language when he got sat down that first game. It was kind of like. Like, dude, you sitting me? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not, I'm not 39. I'm not 40. I'm not 41 where I'm a step slow. And you sitting me in the fourth quarter? And he's used to being high minute? Mm-hmm. Dude, but I'm going to throw it over to you because you saw something early on. I, I think I was just really um, – you, you know, it's, it's the moment in the club where your friends are like, dude, we're telling you there's something off about her. And you're just really looking at this young lady to find the good trait, mm. right? You're like, man, she got – her elbows are super soft. Not her elbows. Yeah. I mean like, – Oh, my gosh. I mean, I've never seen – I've never had soft elbows ever on a woman, right? Oh and, but your, your boys, you're, you're telling me, you're like, dude, I'm telling you, mm. I know crazy. When I see crazy, I give it. She crazy, but that's the thing. She looked good. That's the thing. You, you, you're not talking about ugly chicks. She looked good in the club. Right. She looked good. She, but, but the problem is that the air. See, you're the guy that came in town, like you're out of towner. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So you you out of town in the club with your boys, and everybody like, yo, you don't want to mess with her, man. Like yeah. you don't want to mess with her, like, like the, man. Like, they y'all might, just don't they know might, how to handle. Right. Y'all don't know y'all how to handle. Know what I'm about. You don't know what I'm talking about. I, I can I can handle yeah. her. She cool. She she, yeah. she you know, and she seemed cool in the club. But yeah, but she bet she crazy the, the moment you get out of the club. The moment y'all finish halfway through Waffle House, there you go. She, you start tripping. Yep. You know, it's no, no, I get, I get one better. The moment you smash is when she start tripping. You know, it's game all, over. It's, it's all, game it's all, over. it's all good. And then that's talking about when we get married and when we we in love. You know, and then you, then you wonder why your boy told no best with her. You know, yeah. trying to tell you, they try to warn you, but you ain't want to listen. Yeah. You ain't yeah. want to listen. And that, and, and that, she, and, and, she didn't already took your spare key and put it on her keychain. Right, right. You know, she's talking about when we moving in together. Yeah. At the, at yeah. the one night. At the one <laughs> night. So, yeah. But, see, this, I mean, again, this was this was set up from the failure from the word go. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. I, and I talk about it, and I'll and I, I give another, uh, I'll give you a tidbit of what I talk about on my podcast, right? Mm-hmm. The, the issue not even necessarily Russell Westbrook, right? It is right. him, but it, it's not. It's not. Not just about him, the player. It's about him, the contract. Because yeah. oh, 40, what forty four million? Forty four million dollars. So Ooh. no matter who you have at forty four million dollars is a problem, and I'm gonna tell you why. Because you already have two max players on your team, right? LeBron yep. and ADR are your max, your max players at this point, and they're making less than they, than Russell Westbrook is making. Let's keep that. In, uh, let's keep that in focus as well. They're making mm-hmm. less than Russell. You bring in Russell, so you have two max contracts. Now there's still a there is still a such thing as a salary cap in the NBA. It's not the NBA. Mm-hmm. It's not the Major League Baseball. There's a salary cap, right? So having three max players ultimately and truly hurts your ability to fill out your roster, right? So you now are subsequently left with veteran minimum guys across the board. 
outside of Taylor right. Horn Tucker. You paid Taylor right. Horn Tucker a contract, which was which wasn't big money, but it was something, right? Mm-hmm. So you have a mid level exception that you're gonna u- utilize, and you have everybody else has to play on a one year veteran minimum. So yeah. you're not gonna attract anybody that's not old, in, in large, <laughs> or, or 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 cast off, right? You know, because although I love Malik Monk, you know, people kind of you know sold their stock on Malik Monk early. You know, he's on yeah. a prove it deal, but we got lucky with him. You know, but you know we're dealing with you know. Although I think Carmelo's a good a bench role, bench player and great scorer off the bench, you got Carmelo yep. Anthony, you got mm-hmm. you know Kendrick Nunn who hasn't played a, a, a basketball minute since he's been with the Lakers. You get right. Bazemore who's a cast off. You right. know, you get uh, Dwight Howard who's on the back end of his career until yep. he got the releases recently. Dwight DeAndre Jordan who's on the back yep. end of his career. So you got a bunch of yep. old guys that. Playing should be playing supporting cash roles, not heavy starter minutes now on your roster in its totality. So, in the words of a country movie, take them out behind the shed and put them out their misery. Hey, well, they're close. You know, they're close. And then <laughs> they've they, seen their best years, right? So then, then you couple all that. So you you basically went from young to old in a season because you look at yeah. the team that was currently constructed prior to the trade. You had all young guys with this. And LeBron and AD were the oldest guys on the team. You had a bunch right. of young guys, right? Yep. And you were the highest defensively efficient team in the league. Not just the, mm-hmm. in the Western Conference, but the league. You were number one in yep. defensive, defensive efficiency in the league, right? Right. So that coupled with two star players won you a title, right? So, yeah, I, what I would have done was maybe mix a match or traded a piece or two. I would have traded maybe KCP and uh, and Montrezl Held in the first round pick for Buddy Hield. That gives okay. you better shooting and better defense on the wing. A couple, yeah. you know, so you got Kuzma, KCP, excuse me, Kuzma, uh, Held, Bron, AD, DeMar DeRozan was going to walk in the door on free in free agency, and look at how yeah. he's playing right now. You would allow oh, you to, they could they could do they could use him exactly. So you that would also allow you to keep Alice Caruso because you're not spending forty four million dollars on Russell Westbrook. So you right. you de, you're defensively you're not horrible like you are right now, and you had you added scoring from Hill and DeRozan, which is a walking twenty points a game. Right. So even if LeBron and AD do low matters do get hurt, the DeRozan and Hill can pick up the slack. And you still right. play better defense as a team than you would have with the team you have currently constructed. So, True. again, it was a mistake from the get-go to sign a guy that makes $44 million. Then, then, you, then you pile on the fact that LeBron got hurt early. He came back. AD gets hurt twice in the season and so far. He's played little to none all season. Then yeah. on the top of the fact that we hit – Russell Westbrook basically hit his athleticism wall, and now he's no longer effective as he once was because his game was built off athleticism. Mm-hmm. So he's now getting to the basket, leaving shots short instead of dunking and, and putting the ball in the basket at a high clip. He's always been a turnover machine. Yes, you know, on top of the fact he's never been a defensive presence on the court either. So right. you you just have a mixed bag of bad. You you do. I never heard that. Yeah. I've heard it, I've heard that saying a lot of times, but I never heard it with that the way you. You just put it, a mixed bag of bad. A mixed bag of bad. That's all it is. You got a yeah. – LeBron is, what, third in NBA scoring right now. But, again, he's 37 years old. I mean, right. you know, he's doing what he can. But, again, he's not going to be able to give you that, you know, 2010 LeBron every night. This is not going to happen. Right. You know, the, the, the transition was, and, the, and the way things were going to supposed to progress is that AD was supposed to be the dominant player. LeBron was going to be the supporting guy. And then the third right. guy, whoever that was going to be, should be Buddy Hill and DeMar DeRozan. I'm going to say it again. You know, yeah. they were going to be your supporting cast and your shooters, right? Mm-hmm. 
But yet, again, so when and and when did we ever think that Russell Wilson was a good fit? Because what he does, you already have guys that do that at a high clip. LeBron's yeah. going to go to the basket guy. AD's are guys that's around the basket. So the only way Russell is, the, is effective is bringing the ball up and getting to the basket. Never been a great shooter either. Yeah. So, again, it was a, it was a mixed bag of bad. And, and, that's, and that's where it lies. And that's why it's so... Uh, gut wrenching to watch the team, and the reason why Laker fans are so upset is because this team, much like we talked about on the top of this, they were predicted to go far. They're completely utterly underachieving, and when you have expectations to be let down, is the is the mm-hmm. worst way to treat a person. You know, yeah. when you expect your girl to, you know, cook clean and have sex with you, and she don't do yeah. none of those things, you pissed off with her. And that's how Lakers fans are treating it right now. Now I wouldn't have acted the way I've acted when they, when according to you know them booing and trash talking the team. That right. that's, that was a little bit you know juvenile in my opinion. I wouldn't have done that. Right. But right. what you got to understand that they're upset is because they thought that this team was going to be a contender and it's not at all. So that's that's where it lands. Know. That's where it lands. This is a mixed bag of bad. And this and and they and they made a decision. Whoever is whatever percentage you want to give the decision-making power to. Was it Rob and Jeannie's idea and LeBron went, went along with it? Was LeBron's mm-hmm. idea and Jeannie and Rob went along with it? Who knows? But mm-hmm. ir- regardless of that situation, regardless of that, whoever whoever you give the blame to, you have to lie in this bid that you make. And you that's just to. the bottom line because you chose to balk at the idea of getting Buddy Hill and DeMar DeRozan and keeping Caruso for the failed project that Russell Westbrook. And that's the bottom line. Yep. Yep, the the name of this podcast episode, A Mixed Bag of Bad. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so that's going to wrap up our segment for NBA News. We're going to take a quick break, one quick ad, and we'll be back for our NFL segment. This is Sports Talk with Coach Kurt. We'll be back in two minutes. Lockdown Defense family, Coach Defense here, reminding you that the Lockdown Defense podcast comes to you each and every Tuesday at 10 a.m. on YouTube, Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and also AHA Radio. And here lately, the YouTube page has been taken off, so if you subscribe to that, if you have not, turn your notification bells on so you never miss an upload to the channel. The Lockdown Defense podcast comes to you each and every week, breaking down the news and views of yours truly. Giving you heavy hitting content, uh, Apple Podcasts, educated opinions on the NFL, NBA, Lakers, and Chargers news as well. My home's base squads. So if you're looking for a one stop shop for edgy, real opinions and news of the popular world of sports, look no further than the Lockdown Davis Podcast. Also, if you're looking for me in between podcasts, follow me on any on any and all of my social media platforms. Uh, Lockdown Defense Sports for Instagram and Twitch. On Twitter, it's Lockdown Defense. And as actually had a bonus, if you want to get in and get some questions answered in our mailbag, send me a DM on any of those platforms, or you can email me at LockdownDefenseSports at gmail.com. Get those questions in any time between now and Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time each and every week to be eligible to be on the show. The Lockdown Defense Podcast, once again, each and every uh, Tuesday, 10 a.m., on all platforms we get your podcast from. So please tune in, subscribe, and turn your notification bells on so you know exactly when we go live. Now back to the show. Mm-hmm. 
All right, we are back. We are back. We are back to talk about our news and views for the NFL and the reaction segment. Oh man, um, a lot of divism going on in NFL here lately, man. Uh, <laughs> I just have to be honest with you, man. I just I've been trying my hardest not to use those words, but it's it's fitting. It really diva. Is, it's fitting. It ain't none of Whitney Houston. <laughs> right, it's it's fitting. It really is. And oh, uh, I'm here to tell you that. Uh, it's a lot of quarterback drama going on in the NFL, to say the least. And I, I don't know, I don't know what side of the fence I'm on on one, but I can definitely tell you where I'm at on uh, on the other. So we're gonna talk about two quarterbacks here. Um, that's been in the news here lately. Um, they've been driving a lot of uh, news headlines here in the past week they or act so. As, they acting like Mariah Carey off the wine. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying a lot. I'm saying a lot. So yeah. Uh, so first up is Kyler Murray. Um, Kyler Murray is, uh, at odds with the organization, um, at this particular moment in time. Um, and I get it. Uh, I get his premise, right? Um, he is, uh, at the point where he wants to be paid now. Uh, he doesn't want to play over this fifth year option. He wants uh-huh. to play. He wants a long-term deal now. Um, you know, from a, uh, protection and the, I guess you can say, um, you know, job security perspective. I get it, um, mm-hmm. but what's what's telling about this situation is how uh, he's handling it based upon how mm. negotiations are going. So, Talk about it. Talk about it. So he is been uh, going back and forth with, uh, I guess you can say, subtle jabs at the organization, right? So you, mm-hmm. you start. It started with the uh, end of the season, right? They got exited by the Rams in the in the first round of the playoffs, right? It was pretty bad. I mean, they they mm-hmm. definitely got it. Definitely got beat pretty bad. And Kyler, uh, you know, people criticized him for having um, the inability or the or the, he had to ref, he refused to run. Let me put it that way. He refused to run and scramble and, and, and extend plays and things of that nature. He just stand in the pocket and be one open. And oh well, you know, it is what it is. Um, right. You know, some people say he would try to protect himself. He didn't want to get hurt again. This and the third. Um, you know, cause you know, it's, he was trying to get his payday going. Um, but you know, he was criticized for that. Um, so then he turns around and uh, at the end of the season, once everything was said and done and he's, I guess he had his exit meeting with the team and how they were, where they were at, um, you know, as far as, uh, trying to give him a long-term deal, he didn't like the response. Yeah. So he, he square, he scrubbed his social media of everything Arizona Cardinals. I mean, he, I mean, it was, you know, most, most quarterbacks and most people that are on social media heavy have their teams plastered all over their social media, their Instagram, especially right. Pictures Ooh. and, you know, photos, videos. I mean, you name it, they got all kinds of stuff up there. Right. So, you know, and, and ironically, Kyler Murray is a Twitch streamer too. I don't know if people, a lot of people know that he streams uh, Madden and a few other games um, regularly. He has pretty good following. Yeah. So uh, he was uh, clearly upset by uh by the fact that he didn't like what they uh gave him in response to his contract situation so he wiped his social media so everybody took that and ran with and said he's upset with the organization he wants to be paid um so <laughs> the so when they asked the organization about his situation and where they at were at with it and they said well we got it under control we'll take care of it everything's good we're gonna have a conversation and we're gonna hash things out everything's good cool by y'all moment you know good pr move by the organization mm-hmm. so after that you know it seemed like they had another meeting and uh, and then his agent comes out with a, uh, I guess you can say um, a resume of sort of sorts. I'm not sure what you call it, honestly. It was a, it was a it was a basically a, a, a tell all about why they should pay Kyler now. Like it was basically a jab at them saying that you should pay him now and not wait. 
Um, mm -hmm. You know, it was a, there was a lot going on with that tweet. I, I, I was like, what is this? And it was very off, very off putting. What is, what is this? It was very what is off putting. This? I, again, I'm, I'm still trying to make heads or tails of what it really was, but it was very off putting, you know, to say the least. Right. And I didn't, I, we haven't seen that from most agents in in, his, in the history of uh, negotiations. So, right. Then Arizona comes out and they they pay Keith, Cliff Kingsbury a new contract and the GM, and and before they decide to pay Kyler, right? So so now he's really upset the fact that they got their money before him. And he's like, well, I'm the driving force behind this train. If you don't have me, you're not a playoff team, especially in that division. Right? Right. So here we are. <laughs> so here we are. Now, there's also some rumors out there that uh, he, has, he has maturity issues. Um, his teammates are, you know, lukewarm on him. You know, kind of like I, I kind of hearken his, 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 the, the rumors about his locker room situation with him and Tua. Like they, a lot of people say Tua's not, you know, he's not the – you know, the, 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 I don't know, the, the life of the party. Let me put it that way. When it comes down to the locker room, you know, so, um, yeah, so I don't, I don't know. I mean, we were not there obviously. So, but you know, what's also telling is the fact that nobody in his, his team has commented, you know, a lot of times when you're a buddy, buddy with a, a quarterback and you're, you know, you're on the side of the quarterback, you defend him and nobody on his team defended him. I think you're muted, Kurt. I think you might be muted. Mm. There you go. Okay. You muted, but you lost the video. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Technical difficulties. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, well, yeah he, he, we, uh, we, am, okay, am I back? I hear you, but I don't see you. Oh, Jesus. There you go. Okay. There we go. There right, we go. Good. There good. we go. We're good. All, All right. right. So, yeah. So, you know, it's a Kyler lot. Kyler Murray had got pissed off. We was talking about him, and he shut down my. I shut down he, my. He street. did. He did. He heard you. He heard you. <laughs> so, where, where where are you at when it comes down to his his uh his situation with the with the Cardinals? Do you agree with him getting paid? Do you like the way he's handling it? I mean, do, what do you think about the whole situation? Um, the thing is, okay, short and simple. I agree with him wanting to get paid. I totally understand it. Okay. I'm not going to argue that point at all. But two things can be right. Yes, you want to get paid, but the way you handling it. Uh-huh. Listen, and when you don't handle it right and you give the opportunity for Pandora's box to be opened up. Mm -hmm. That's where now you're hoping for public opinion to be on your side, but public opinion remembers the last thing you done for us, right? Red nation mm -hmm. remembers the last thing that they saw from you. Mm -hmm. And we, and we have to say this, you have to, if your narrative is not airtight, be careful of playing that card because people were over, people will overlook certain things from your past, mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean they are not aware of them. Right, 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 right. And, and so when you, when you as a player play a certain hand, and I agree with this, look, man, we're at a, we're at a time where what you do on social media is taken all, is taken to the same level of what we dealt with face to face. Right, right. right. When we broke up, you had to come tell. You had to come say something. Right. Right. 
all of a sudden you're not holding hands. People don't see you around. That's legitimate, right? right? That this now social media, people take unfollowing. And first of all, I don't know what departments they have that watch (laughs) social media accounts like this. I don't know, but it is amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. They know who follows who. They know up to the moment when somebody unfollow, And that's the thing. Oh, my gosh. This Kyler's unfollowed the Cardinals. And he scrubbed everything right. off his social. Kyler, what do you think people is going to say? I love that's how, the, that's, not, that's how the new breakup happens. Like, if you if you if if a girl is dating a guy and yeah. he she's they all over Instagram together on her page. Yeah. And all of a sudden you wake up one morning, he's gone. And like, he's still alive. Like, how did how did he just disappear? Y'all was just you took together. You took the time to delete him from every photo. <laughs> every photo. Every photo. You un- unfollowed, archived, deleted every, every photo. Every of him. photo. Scrubbed the whole thing out from it's no memory of him on your page at all. Like you never existed. Oh. Like you and, never would have got and the crazy thing is, but y'all don't talk to each other about it. No, you just, you just that's how I know you break up. You, you check my IG page. Like, you text somebody the next day to check my IG page. And that's all. You, and you see that you're gone, you know that you're done. Like, that's it. Like, there's no verbal, we're done, we broke up, we're, we're finished. There's none of that. It's, I've, I scrubbed you I scrubbed you from my social media. We're done. Yeah. I Oh, I know it must be real because I looked on your social media and y'all not even, she, unfo- she unfollowed me and blocked me. Right. That's how you did. That's how you know we broke up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, how, how did you find out y'all broke up? Oh, man, I went, you know what I'm saying? I went to my social media, and uh, I I couldn't like any of her pictures. Right. Nor could I see her account in it. Hey, bro, can you look and see if her account right. is? Oh, man, boy. she got right. me blocked. Yeah, bro. right. She got you right. <laughs> She got me blocked. Got, bro, and, she, that and, means, she, and you try to text her, it go, it get the little bubbles. You, like she got your, own, she got your own blocked on her phone too. You see the five dots. Yeah. That's all you see is the five dots. You don't get you know that. That's it. That's and it. And so, when you know, looking at this, you do that, and then you send out this message that looked like okay. You know, people are like, well, that's his agent, the mm. same agent. That's the agent for your coach. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all both got the same agent. Right. 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 And so you send out this message. First, you do all this and people notice like, yo, ain't nothing on the Cardinals anymore. You don't unfollow the organization. Uh huh. And then you come out with this message, this weird. Okay. What does this mean? Who wrote this? Why did they write it? And what again? You dis. You you played your hand to this is my opinion. You played your hand thinking that so that the public opinion was gonna be in your favor. Uh-huh. But again, the public remembers what have you done for us lately? And the last thing we remember, same a la Ben Simmons, the last thing we remember, Kyler, is you had a playoff game and played horrible. Yeah. And Kyler, we remember the second half of the season. You were hurt. You was hurt. And you played horrible. There you go. Now, all of a sudden, your Texas A&M got benched, left, went to Oklahoma, sat behind Baker. Did you learn temperament from Baker? Because Baker's temperamental the same way. That's a good point. And now, all of a sudden, oh, he wasn't as much of a great teammate in – College. Oklahoma. Right. And now there's a lot of players that really not feeling him in Arizona. 
So all of this starts coming out and people have to remember. That's why I say about the narrative. You have to be careful of working to spin the narrative against the organization because the organization is like the spiteful girlfriend. She's taken all the pictures. She's kept all the emails. She's kept all yeah, the all text the dirt, messages. All the dirt. All of them, right? Yeah. All of them. And she even got the text message where she say something crazy. You agreed to it, and now she gonna release it. There you go. Right? There you go. I'm not gonna say it because I wanna. I want us to. I wanted to give an example, but I. I don't want the F, FCC to shut us down. We've come too far. <laughs> right. I ain't gonna give y'all an easy win, <laughs> but that one text message that when you was drunk uh -huh. and she asked you would you and you said yes, she caught that uh, and she got the pictures. She screen capped it. She screen captured, uh -huh. and now she's ready to release it. Right. That is the that is the NFL. And so mm -hmm. with Kyler doing this, man, but at the end of the day, hey, bro, look, you got to stand on it, man. You can't yeah. you can't hide behind. You know, you can't hide behind this and be like, I'm not going to say anything. You mm -hmm. gonna have to come out and say something. And you, now go to a good PR firm mm -hmm. and figure out how what's my next way forward and what do I need to do? Do I need to get in front of the microphone? Do I need to stand up and take ownership of a certain thing? Mm -hmm. Do I need to apologize to Red Nation and the Cardinals and start adding pictures back? Right. I would think so, because again, you might be a great quarterback, but people are looking at you. They can pull, they can pull the thread a little bit. They can pull the receipts. You you sh now your height's gonna be an issue. Right. Now your decision making is gonna be an issue. Your durability. Now, you know. Without DeAndre, and here's the other thing. Uh -huh. They saw how you played without D-Hop. That's the point. That's a good point. So you want that fifth year, but the organization is looking at you like, well, wait a minute. We may not want to commit to you because without D-Hop, we saw a different side of you. And if you've been petty already, if they've only tolerated you because of your talent, and now you want to let your pettiness rear his ugly head. Everything that you didn't do, that they didn't like, but they was mad. What have we always heard? When you win, a lot of a lot of issues are covered. Right. But when you start losing, everything comes out. Everything comes out. So my my thought is, hey man, the pettiness you and and then on top of that, you're the quarterback. Mm -hmm. That doesn't that doesn't play well. And, and you made a great point, and this is my last statement. You made a great point. You don't have any players coming out to defend them. Right. That's telling. That's really telling. So, yep. and I, I, I'm, I, this is my thing. <laughs> because the, court, the quarterback is so per, important and so um, needed, uh, and, and I guess you can say it's a, it's, a, it's a position that you can't have any success without at this particular juncture where the game is being played at this moment. That yep. You know, it's it's almost like it's, even though he has some issues, it's like you 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 be hard pressed to not keep him because he, right. he has the ability. He has gotten better every year. Like he's he's taking steps every year. He went from you know under five hundred to above five hundred to making the playoffs. So and his numbers have gone up. His weapon right. his weaponry has gone up as well. But I mean that's the way the league runs as well. You have to have weapons. They, they, you can't right. get by with you know Joe Blow a receiver and, and Johnny from YMCA expected to win games. It just don't work that way anymore. <laughs> right. Right. So you got to have weapons and multiple weapons in order to be successful. So, you know, I agree that, 
you know, Kyler should protect himself. I agree that he mm-hmm. should uh, want to get paid, and I think they should pay him. Right. But to your point as well, how he went about it, how he's going about it is is totally, completely uh, the wrong move. You know, I really yep. think he should have just went and handled this behind the scenes and then that make it public. You know, now right. some people make things public to kind of get their way. I mean, I think Russell Wilson did a little bit of that. He kind of put mm-hmm. some things out there, um, you know, subliminally, and he made the organization make some changes, you know, because he felt like things were going in the right direction. So, I mean, you could do, but it, I mean, it was subtle. It wasn't blatant. I wasn't scrubbing my social media. You know, I wasn't being immature about things. I wasn't taking pictures up off my IG. I wasn't doing stuff like that. I was just right. subtly letting you know from a business standpoint that I don't like the way the direction of the team is going. And I need you to fix it, you know. So, right. again, why? How you went about it, you know? Why he wants to be paid? Why he's doing this? I get the premise, but why? But how he's doing it, I don't like it. But yeah, you know. But I do think because they need a quarterback, and they need a quarterback that's dynamic and can make plays like him. You know, you'd be hard pressed to find anybody with his skill set. You know, he yeah. has a very, very, very live arm, very mobile. You know, yes, he's undersized, but again, he's gotten better every year. So. You know, as a, as a young kid who was, you know, you not even 25 yet, you know, I mean, you got to gotta give him a pass a little bit. You know, he's he's coming along now. You yeah. know, I think with his maturity and his his decision making and his his leadership get better, I think he can. Those things you can coach. Those things you can yeah. you can get better by experience. So, you know, for the organization perspective, I think you should pay him. But what I think they want to do, and I think this would why they, why they at, the, at this crossroads is the fact that they wanted to play him out to the fifth year, extend him out to the fifth year with the little bit of money he's being made. Because if you think mm-hmm. about it like this, when you pay him 20, 30, 40 million dollars or, or more, depending on how how much they feel like they want to pay him, then that the whole idea of having multiple weapons and and these high price receivers and de- and defensive players, that goes out the door. You gotta let people go. So I think they're trying to kick the can down the road as long as possible while he's on a rookie deal and surround right. him with so much talent that they can be successful and that can bring him along um, and you know get him to the point where he's that guy that can can carry the team making $30, $40 million a year. So I think right. that's where, they, where it lands. Like he, they just, but he's looking at it like this, that I've been hurt a few times, I'm small, you know, and I don't want to be get to the point where I if I get hurt one more time, they don't want to pay me at all. Right, I think that's where right. he's at with it, and yep. he might. And I think he, I think he doesn't like the numbers that they're giving him either. I think the, he, if they offered him a long term deal, he didn't like the money. Right. So I think right. he didn't like the money and like the fact that they didn't want to pay him early is mm-hmm. is his issues. But you know, which are which are valid issues, which are valid yeah. issues. But yeah. But again, you have to you know do things in a certain I don't want to call it a political way, but a certain way to garner the resources you want to get. You know. And you got to get a couple. More, you got to get some more years under your belt. Well, I mean, you, you got one more year before he's, his contract is up completely. That's the thing. So that's you why, have no leverage. I mean, you, yeah, you can't I, pull. I, you can't I, pull I, I the he, person that but, we're about to talk about. Yeah, you can't pull that yeah, move. Right. You can't you do just that. Don't have the. You don't have the street cred yet. But you right? also. But you also got to look at it from a standpoint of if Carla walks out the door today or tomorrow, where are the Cardinals at? It's kind of like like the John Moran argument. You take you take Kyler Murray off this team, they're nowhere. Let's right. just put it plain. So they they both need each other. Let's keep it real. They both need each other, but they just have to do it in a manner that's going to make it uh, to the point where they are in the seventy six situation where everybody feels good about the trade after it's done. Like mm-hmm. once you once you sign the deal, everybody should feel good about it and in the direction of the team 
and where the direction of the team is going after it's all said and done. You have to do it in that manner. You ain't, can't be screaming at each other on social media and then doing press conferences on the other side saying, you know, we're one person saying we're good, one person saying we don't like him and we don't like how they're treating us. You know, it's, it's a bad situation. It's just a right. bad situation. So I think they just have to handle it better, but I do think they should come together and find a reasonable um you know, I would even say do this. Do what they deal with Patrick Mahomes. They signed Patrick Mahomes early, but they 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 kicked this deal out enough where it wouldn't be punitive towards the cap until right. three or four years down the line. Do it right. that way. But he still has a long term deal. He still he still has guaranteed money, so you still get paid. But you have to work the contract in 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 a, in a way where it's helpful for the team and you guarantee him to get his money long term. I think right. that's what they should do. So, yep, that's where I'm at with it. So. Moving on to the next guy that we want to talk about. Um, <laughs> and in a segment we're going to call Aaron Rodgers and the Oscars. <laughs> right. Aaron Rodgers, which I am at uh, exhaustive levels of, t- of of tiredness when talking about Aaron and his, and his antics, right? It's getting old. It, it's, it's getting, getting old fast. I mean, it's, it really is. I'm tired of, of it being... Uh, a headline every other day about something different about him. It really, it really, it's tiring at this point. And if I'm the Packers and I'm his teammates, I'm like, dude, would you just make a decision already? Like for right. real, just 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 stop with the drama. Like you know, I mean, yeah, you know, uh, people want to, you know, people that are, I guess you can say, pro Aaron want to say, well, he just broke up with his girlfriend and he's trying to figure out what he's going to do with his life and all this type of crap. I'm like, look. You know, you can't sit here and tell me that Aaron doesn't have an inkling of what he wants to do. I think he just really wants to. He likes the fact that he's holding everybody at bated breath, waiting. Everybody waiting for him. He likes the attention. Yeah. But regardless of that, he's trying to decide. The reason this topic is being broached on the podcast is this: he's trying to decide what his next move is. He's under contract technically for about forty-five million dollars with the Packers next year. But yep. there's there's been rumors from the previous season that he wanted to be. This be his last year in Green Bay and possibly be traded somewhere else in the, this 2022. Mm-hmm. So now we're sitting here holding, uh, still waiting for Aaron to make a decision because that has ramifications about what other teams do in the quarterback market. So the question now is, you know, because t- as we stand here today, there's been a story with today that he has no clue what he wants to do. He don't know what he want to be traded. He don't know if he want to stay with Green Bay. He don't know what he want to do. And and but this goes. This is a complete and utter contradiction to what he said at the end of the season, where he wouldn't take long to make his decision. Like the free mm-hmm. agency market is going to open up in a week and a half, right? And we still don't know. We're still nowhere closer to knowing where Aaron lands than we were at the end of the season. So mm-hmm. all these antics in this drama, I really feel like he's trying to win Best Actor in the NFL comedy series or the NFL <laughs> drama series that is the quarterback carousel of the league. That's where I think right. he's trying to, he's trying to, he's trying to win an award for most drama and, you know, the most dramatic, best actor in the drama series. Let's put it like that. That's the award. Best yeah. actor in the drama yeah. series. So where do you land and what do you think Aaron is going to do? Took a pause. I, you did. I had to catch myself. Just, just to give you a big brief point of order here. The way, yeah. way Kyrie Aaron rubs me the wrong way, Aaron Rodgers rubs Coach Kirk the wrong way. So one hundred percent, yeah, one hundred percent. I he has superseded. I, I I'll give you. You will understand this, and for any of our listeners who've been here uh, from the football season, 
there was a quarterback that I despised. I called him Mush Carrots. Yes. yes. Right. I would play with him. Oh, wow. <laughs> right now and give a first round draft pick before I do anything with Aaron Rodgers. Hey, that's saying a whole lot. That's saying a whole, a whole lot. lot. You dropped some bombs here today. I'm here to tell you. A you whole lot. <laughs> Trust me, Listen, here today. He rubbed. He irritates me the same way a Southern grandmama gets pissed off when you're talking in church while the pastor's preaching. There you go. Or you fall asleep yeah. while the choir's singing. Yeah. Uh huh. I am so over Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Because here's the thing, man. Mm -hmm. I think there comes a point when you're setting a bad president and you come off as extremely thirsty. You remember, you, you know the friend who keeps going back to her. Yeah. No everybody's, oh my yeah. God, everybody's out. She gets loud. She cuts she, your tires. She cuts your tires. She hears your blood you, pressure medicine. Everybody is at the basketball court. You've been doing this for the last eight years. From college, mm -hmm. now five, six years after college, mm -hmm. it has been an every Saturday thing. Right. She's got all of us locked up before. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, huh? we've, seen all, we've, seen, we've seen all your girlfriends. Yep. None of them have done, have been upset. They, they know you play basketball every Saturday, right. right? Now, all of a sudden, she shows up at the gym. You need to go. Why you got to be? And then you, your boy is like, hey, dog, I, I, I got to go, dog. Hey, he, y'all supposed to be going out. Yeah. Y'all supposed to be going out Saturday. Got the concert coming in. He mm. driving. Yeah. He calls you 30 minutes beforehand. Come on, I can't hey, make I, it. I can't make it. Like what we what what we what we what she we want, supposed to she do? She want me to stay home. That's what he said to you. She want me to stay home. He didn't play in the Super Bowl. You rotate houses for the Super Bowl. And his this is a year to go. Yep. Hey, we can't, hey, she don't hey, want bro, y'all to come gonna, over. She don't want y'all to come yeah, over. <laughs> I ain't gonna be able to host Super Bowl. Right. This, this year. This what? is Saturday. This is Saturday night, though. <laughs> this is not. Yeah. This is not. It's not. It's not. It's not as week before we can you know pivot and make another. You know, make another move. This is after we done bought the ribs, the burgers, the yep. dogs, the Everything. liquor. Everything. Nothing that we can take back and get our money back. There you go. Mm -hmm. This is this situation. You have to be careful, and I am disappointed because Green Bay is looking so thirsty. Over a person that is basically like, well, I don't know what I'm gonna do. Uh, I, you know, I, I want social media. I'm gonna put out this message and now get everybody like, well, is this a retirement message? Is this a message saying that he's not going back to Green Bay? He's talking about so two gratitude. Things. Oh, don't don't forget the MVP speech. MVP speech sound like a farewell, and then a social media rant. So yeah. And now he, you know, now you're coming up, oh, we want him back and we're going to do everything to do in our power. And we want to, at some point, man, at some point, you have to, you have to have enough respect mm -hmm. for yourself to say, hey, look, Aaron, it's been a great ride. We, we appreciate you. 
but we're not going to chase you like this, bro. They looking thirsty. And Rip, I'm just yeah. over it because this is a player who's who he doesn't accidentally say anything. And every now and then you get a player who thinks they're too smart for their their own good. And because he has talent and because he he's he's won and people are so, oh, he's the one piece that we need for the Super Bowl. Listen, I'm going to say this again and put me on record. Aaron Rodgers. The last two years has thrown the NFC championship on purpose. Oh, I'm saying it. Wow. He's, he's been petty enough. Yep. Drop the bomb. He is petty that he will sacrifice any and every one to prove a point. Ooh. listen, you have you, you put him in a whole different stratosphere of selfish than I did because I called yeah. him out on the podcast this week about how selfish he is, hasn't been and continues to be. But you took it to a whole nother level than I did. Yeah. Wow, extremely selfish. And let wow. me tell you why. If anybody goes back, if you, you know people say you're crazy, you're you're a conspiracy. No, let me let me say, go back and watch the game. There's passes that Aaron Rodgers missed. He hasn't missed. Ever he makes those throws in his sleep, mm-hmm. and let me tell you why I can say I'm saying that even more. He was throwing it to Devontae Adams. That was telling. Uh-huh. There was passes he was missing to Devontae Adams that had Devontae Adams diving, uh, lunging, jumping that he hasn't missed all year. He hasn't missed. Yeah, there was reads that he was making. This is Aaron Rodgers. He was he had you. Like, why did he throw it over there to this part? Why was he making that read? I'm telling you, Aaron Rodgers, after seeing the, yeah, I'm vaccinated. After seeing that, after hearing that. Immunized, I'm immunized. I'm immunized. Right. And after putting his foot up. Yeah. He's only gone on one person's podcast every week. Yep. He's damn near a regular. Pat McAfee, yep. Mm-hmm. Whenever there's something to talk about, he shows up to Pat McAfee's. Yep. This is a guy that says, uh, um, I'm my own thinker. I believe in body autonomy. Mm-hmm. And he's not accidental on anything that he says. So you're telling me that this player, four-time MVP, came into this game and was throwing to arguably the number one receiver, and he was missing the way he he wasn't even giving Devontae an opportunity to make a play. And Magic, mm-hmm. and he's at home. Yeah. He's thrown in them conditions for 14 years. Easy. Easy. Mm-hmm. And now he's missing? I just, if you don't believe me, I, t- I challenge you, go back and watch the game. Oh, it's, it's really very telling. It's very telling because it, I'm going to tell you when the game changed because uh, he, Mercedes Lewis fumbled. He threw the Mercedes Lewis a pass and he fumbled. Yep. And he went right into the shell of I'm only throwing to Aaron Jones and Devontae Adams. Yep. He had Lazard open several times in the game. Wide open. Wide open. Wouldn't throw the ball to him. He had the tight ends open several times on short routes. Wouldn't throw the and ball to him. Throw him. So you can't tell me that to me, that's either one of two things could be both. It's either a trust issue or a fact that I'm just trying to prove a point that I need the people I want here and, and, and I need them here now. And if I don't get them, then we will never win. 
you're going to sacrifice the ability for a whole team's ability to progress the whole team be, because of this i'm sorry and listen i, I don't I want to still subscribe. go back i still go back to the matt lafleur why did he call that play aaron rolled out and aaron has made the same run mm-hmm. for years and he refused. And now all of a sudden he, he said that wasn't the play that was called. Uh-huh. So I just did the play that so was you, called. You have never had the ability to impro- improvise in your life. Come on now. This is the same discount double check who's uh-huh. done the same rollout uh-huh. and scored. And now all of a sudden he says, Well, that yeah, I just did what the play was called. Shame. It's shameful. Shameful. And you so you so into yourself, you're gonna sacrifice them other fifty-two men. Right. Opportunity to prove your to point. To go back. Yeah, to, to prove, prove your the, point. To prove a point. Yeah. And you've been in the NFC championship twice. Recently. Well, he didn't make it this year because he lost in the divisional round. But regardless. The divisional round. Yeah, he lost to San, San Fran in the divisional round. But regardless of that, he, you know, in the prior to that, he like three straight NFC title games where he lost to the 49ers or the Bucks. So, yes. so yeah. I, I get what you're saying, and I, I'm, I'm completely with you. Um, I said you took it to another stratosphere for me when it comes to selfishness, because but I don't disagree. Um, I don't like him. I, I, yeah, much like you know, Kyrie, <laughs> he pushed your buttons like Kyrie Irving pushed my buttons. They, they, yes. one of the same. But this yes. is my thing. L- listen, listen. You know, he. I'm sure he probably don't listen to us because he don't listen to one person. You know, Joe Rogan and, and Pat McAfee when it comes to sports media, right? Mm-hmm. But but I'm gonna say this, Aaron, you need to grow up. And that's rough to say when a guy's in his late thirties. Rough to say. You need to grow up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have to understand that the world don't revolve around you. It's not all At about all. you. You know, you got fifty-two other guys, like you said, fighting and clawing and scratching every week in order to attain a goal, and mm-hmm. you're ultimately truly holding them back. And yep. I'm with you. And when you in the Green Bay take that, they should just be like, look. I would I would do my best to try to trade him and find me another quarterback that's serviceable because this is the problem they have. They want to hold on to Aaron for another couple of years because he gives them the best chance to win because they understand and they realize that Jordan Love was a was a whiff. The Jordan Love yep. pick was a whiff. He's not ready to play and he may not never. He's never going to be the level of Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers for them. And they're not right. used to in the past thirty years plus. They're not used to having an elite quarterback at, mm-hmm. at at the helm. So if you can find them uh, some type of trade partner that's going to give you. A decent chance of being competitive, especially in a bad division, I would just move off of him. Right. But the problem is, you know, moving off of him is is a twofold problem. Is that you know, yeah, he'll be good. He'll be a regular season savant for you, but he'll shrink in the playoffs like he's always has. Yes. One Super Bowl title in his in totality of his career. One. And he's only been one time. So that should tell you a lot. And and the, all the drama that you're getting right now. Is gonna ultimately truly gonna outweigh his production. Because yep. if you're if you're signing up to, to trade for Aaron Rodgers at this point and give up draft capital, quarterbacks, you know, players, whatever you're gonna give up for him in diary, you're signing up, you're you're basically going all in like the Rams did and say we want to win the Super Bowl. And it's not gonna you're not gonna catch the chip. I'm sorry. You're not gonna catch it. He's not gonna he's, his ways and his in his in his in his selfishness is gonna not gonna lie you to. Because again, he has trust issues with people, and he's only trusted I can count on one hand the people he's trusted over his totality of his career, and yes. they don't. And, and any team that he's going to go to, they don't play for. So you mean to tell me that he's going to walk in the door and, all, and be cool by y'all and all hunky dory with every all of his series he gets? No. Yep. No. Yep. Yep. So. Hey, listen, I, I I don't like him. I don't <laughs> like him. And 
again, I just don't like when teams are looking thirsty the way Green Bay is looking thirsty. He's been given everything. Yeah. I mean and he hasn't given you anything back. No, I mean he I mean you've been I mean you've been the the a constant division winner and a constant, you know, you know, way above five hundred teams since he's been there. I mean that I mean he you know, let's not let's not discredit his career. He's been productive. He's, yes, he's very talented quarterback. I mean, he, the, his arm talent, his accuracy—you know—all those things are, are are elites. I mean, he's a first battle Hall of Fame. Let's just be real. Yeah. But but his I wish character, he wasn't, his but character, he his character is the issue. Horrible. If he and all this, and you've only been to the Super Bowl. Listen, once if you can put the character of Tom Brady, the work ethic and the character of Tom Brady's uh, mindset into Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers will be a multi-time Super Bowl champion right now. If if you give Tom Brady and Rogers talent, yes, Tom Brady has fifteen Super Bowl wins. Oh yeah, listen, yeah, I'm, I'm like, oh, it's just ridiculous. It, it's, you people will stop watching football because they already know that Tom Brady's gonna win Super Bowl every year. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, they will stop watching. So yeah, I, I mean, again, that I, I, if I'm a team that's trading for Aaron, I'd be worried about what I'm getting. And the mm-hmm. Packers, I think you're stuck. If he stays, yep. you're stuck. And you're and I did. What's going to end up happening is he's going to be good regular season. He's going to make very little mistakes. You're going to win a division. You're going to probably get a high seed in the playoffs, and you're going to lose in the playoffs. There it is. Yep. All right. So uh, quickly here, in the last topic for uh, news and uh, rumors for the NFL, um, a couple of storylines we're tracking. Uh, a piece um, that we're. Um, you know, off-season storylines that we're tracking outside of Aaron and Kyler, obviously. <laughs> so uh, uh, we got a couple of storylines we want to share that we're tracking and how we feel like they're going to land um, uh, in a short order between now and the draft. So okay. I'm going to turn it over to you first. Give me a couple of storylines that you got, you've been tracking for this particular cycle. So definitely uh, my number one is, does Aaron Donald walk away uh, mm. at the top of his game? Yeah, that's a good right. one. Yeah. Um, that's major. Uh, you know, of course, he said he just want to enjoy the moment. Um, but there was hints of him. Uh, there was hints of him saying that this was going to be his last year if he won the Super Bowl. Right. So everybody's going to be on bated breath to see what happens with Aaron Donald. Mm-hmm. Uh, my next story, uh, uh, story, uh, uh, offseason storyline is what happens in in New Orleans. Uh, That's a good with, one. With um, Sean Payton gone, mm-hmm. Jameis coming back, yep. do they settle on Jameis Winston being the quarterback, or do, or do they move Jameis Winston and go another direction? I don't believe that they're going to go uh, with the backup quarterback, mm-hmm. but do they keep Jameis? Wow. Uh, the 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 next one is you know everybody's talking, a lot of people are talking about it. Uh, what happens in San Francisco? That's a good you know, one. what what what's going to happen in San Francisco now? Are are they going to turn it over to Trey Lance, or will Jimmy G make another appearance? Uh, it's going to be hard to trade Jimmy G now because he's getting sur- shoulder surgery. So you're yep. looking around June. Yep. Before you get somebody. Thrown. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so that's the other. One. Of course, we got the Denver situation, and then Lamar Jackson. Yeah. You know, there's been no uh, progression. Coming out of the camp, there's been no progression on the his, his uh, contract extension. Right. You know, and right. that's made. Uh, listen, Baltimore without Lamar Jackson, 
That's the problem. That's much like the the Green Bay situation. You you take a, a complete and utter step back. If complete La, if, and utter if Lamar Jackson's not in the quarterback, yeah, Kyler too, yeah, and, Kyler Murray too, and, yeah, exactly. And lastly, yeah. what does Dallas do with Amari Cooper? Damn it, you stole my thunder. I was that was gonna be one of my. <laughs> That's that's the I I had to I had to show people we're in sync. I had okay. to I, I had to throw that one in there. But um what happens with um Amari? And then my last one will be this. Does it do we see Deshaun Watson this year in the NFL? I believe we do. I, I believe we do. That was one of my headlines too. But I I, I broke I've talked about that on my podcast. So I already yeah. already discussed that one. So I'm, I'm gonna share yeah. that one as well. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that so that's my off season storylines that I'm tracking. The again, my number one. What happens with Aaron Donald? Uh huh. Okay. All right. So my, my, I guess I'm gonna pivot a little bit because I was going to leave with Amari's story. So you took that one away from me, but. uh <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, my my second one was this because I've noticed that the commanders. I'm trying to get say that right the first time. I just Com- feel like there's a GI Joe joke. <laughs> yeah, somewhere in there. <laughs> yeah, but will the commanders land a, a big time quarterback? That's the headline that I'm tracking. Um, mm. They've been very aggressive on on the phone with multiple teams about their quarterback situation. Jimmy G, Russell yep. Wilson, and a few others about what the uh, status of trading for them may or may not be. So that's yep. a big storyline. I do. I do want to see how the outcome uh, of that is. Now, yep. I want to talk about one of your your newfound buddies here, the Colts. Will they trade or cut Carson Wentz? And is that a bad idea? I think it is. I think yeah. that I don't think you have a good succession plan if you do get rid of him. Um, nope. And and you you're in the division much like uh, the Green Bay Packers are. You're in a division that's that's right for the taking if you have a good yep. quarterback. So yep. if you if you if you let him go and don't have a great succession plan behind it. You know, and I'm not sure what that could be. I mean, because right now, if we look at all the quarterbacks that are actively available, if you're not mm-hmm. talking for, about trading for Deshaun Watson, which they damn sure wouldn't do that in the division, you know, they're right. not going to trade you to trade him to Indy. No, they don't want to see him twice yep. a year. I mean, they're yep. going to be an NFC team. So I, I would say that, you know, you would do yourself a big time disservice by cutting Carson Wentz at this point. Now, mm-hmm. he, I'm not saying he's a Super Bowl winning quarterback, but I will say he will definitely get you to the playoffs if he has the right weapons. Yep. So. That's another another thing I'm, I'm tracking, and uh, um, you know I'm just concerned about Joe Burrow, you know, and he, and I'm seeing these old linemen flourish in the combine, and damn mm-hmm. it, you get on the phone and get yourself a couple of high draft picks and get yourself some linemen, man. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God, listen. All your, your first three rounds, offensive linemen. They better be. They better be. I mean, and I mean, I'm talking about good guys. You yeah. You know, and if you get a good young offensive line around him, you you are definitely setting yourselves up for for success going forward. But if not, mm. I, it's another Andrew Luck situation. I'm sorry. Yep. It yep. really is. It really is. And the last one I have is is Will Russell Wilson be in Seattle this year? If I'm reading the tea leaves, I don't think so. I, I'm concerned. He, I'm concerned. He's 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 being he's being too cookie cutter politically correct i mean the man probably could be president if you asked him but I, he, he's, he's he's a politician oh, he kisses like, babies and listen, shakes hands like he, nobody's business he really does he really does he could be president if, I, if you ask me i vote for him but, yeah um, yeah he's the west coast president of the illuminati <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's he's got his game plan Right, go Hawks! Oh my gosh! Oh he, yeah! He's, oh he, my he, gosh! He reads. He reads from the script so well. Like oh, you know, my gosh. it's oh, like he's a walking he teleprompter. A, he's a walking yeah. teleprompter. He got he's it. He's a black version of Mark Zuckerberg. Oh wow! Let's go. 
Damn. Okay. All right. At that point, we're going to move on. Because we, it can only get downhill from there. Only go yeah, downhill from there. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. We're going to quick tr- transition. We did. We went a little longer on one segment. So, we're going to transition real quick to our I Got Questions segment and our yep. last segment of the, of the uh, week in, us, in the podcast. So, mm-hmm. The question on both of our minds and what we got questions about is when will Ben Simmons play? I can make it real quick for you. Okay. Not, he will not play, in my opinion, he will not play until the Nets have played Philly. At least. At least. Okay. Okay. Um, I don't see him playing that Philly game. I have issue with that. I don't disagree. I have issue with that. I'm not sure. Oh, that's what, a sucker move. That's a sucker move. Oh, it is. It is. I mean, if anything, yeah. most players, and this, this, this is to me, this is a, a character moment for Ben. This, this kind of gives yeah. you an insight to his character, because, mm-hmm. and this goes back to my point about how he's just not competitive. And he just don't. He's just out there because I'm tall, and I'm athletic, and I can, I can defend. So I'm going to play basketball. You right. know, you, you better be better off playing a cornerback in the NFL. But that's a whole other conversation, or safety, right. or some shit. I don't know. But regardless right. of that, you know. His, you know, most people that are, are at a contentious moment with an organization, they would literally want to, they would be chomping at the bit to get back at him to prove right. to you that you are wrong about me. He has no yep. desire to do that. If you don't want to play against, you want to play against Philly. Like, let's be real. You can't run from him. You're still in the same conference. You can't run. You either see him now or see him later. But regardless, you got to see me. You got to see him. You got to see me. So what you waiting for? You know, so yeah, I you know you might be right. He might wait until after the Philly game, which get clear and utter tell that he does not want to play. He want he don't want to go to Philly and have to deal with the fans. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a sucker move. It is sucker so, I mean, move. This, this is my thing, and, and this problem I had with Aaron Rodgers and him, right, is that you you guys want to do things and want to be you know edgy and and controversial, but you don't want anybody to criticize you for it at all. That, that really all. that shows that shows what type of characters you have. You have a lot. You have a lot of insecurities about you. If you don't want to create, you want to do daring things to be be game changing and, and world changing, but you don't want the people to criticize you for your moves. Yeah, I want to talk about you, but then the moment you start Joan and me back, it done, nah, you I, didn't I, cross the line. Right now, I want to fight. I can get last. Right, but you but, can't. Yeah, exactly. You can't. Yeah, no. And 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 you said a great point. There's not. I've never seen many players that say, "Oh, you get rid of me, you def, you defile my character, you call me these things." Oh, this is a circle game. Oh yeah, I, every I'm game that we play, that game. Listen, I'm sued enough for that game. Matter of fact, I only want to. I don't want to play no games until we play them. Exactly. Like, like I, this should be the total reverse. Like you said, well, Ben, when you moment you got traded, you should went on got on the podium and, and uh, with your team and be like. Okay, Ben, when are you playing? Oh, I'm not playing until we play the, the, the Philly 76ers. Yeah. I'm not playing until we yeah. go to Philly. I'm not, I'm not, I don't care yeah. who else we play. The first my first game is gonna be against Philly. That's gonna be my move. Yeah. You lean to the mic and say, I look forward to playing in Philadelphia. Right. And that's it. And that's it. So I I I got big issues with that. And again, um who who's who's advising them is my problem. And I feel like there's nobody. You just out here doing what you feel like you want to do. You're you're super sensitive about what people say about you, and yep. you are really showing that you don't have the moxie to carry the weight of a of a big time celebrity. I'm just I'm sorry. Listen, if he doesn't play against Philly, just don't talk for the rest of the season. 
but he's not gonna talk anyway. I mean, he don't do much talking. Period. I mean, we haven't heard his voice in, in 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 almost a year. You know, so I mean, come on, he don't talk much yeah. anyway. He let Rich Paul do the talking for him. But regardless of that, if you, especially what it, what it really what is driving home for me, and I'm gonna leave it at this. What a driver right. home for me is that if he don't suit up for the Philly game, but the very mm-hmm. next game they play, all of a sudden he's available. If he do, look. All of a sudden my back ain't tight no more. I got, I, my, my mind is clear. My mind is clear. My mental health issues are gone. Listen, he better not. He he better not. Don't give just us wait. that type of just content wait. to talk about. Just wait. Just wait. You, you, I what? can tell you two people that got the game circled. <laughs> yeah. It beat in James Harden. <laughs> and there's two, there's two, there's two uh podcast hosts that if we see that game tip off, right, and we don't see a 6'10 guard playing, yep. oh yeah, light skin. Yep. Oh my gosh. Oh, it's gonna be that it. next that next podcast it's is gonna, gonna be hot and heavy. It is. So get get, get your popcorn ready. <laughs> in the words of T.O., get your popcorn ready. Indeed. Indeed. All right, man. So that's gonna wrap it up for us, man. We yes, are sir. definitely uh, wrapping up here at right on the eleven o'clock Eastern Standard Time. So appreciate everybody that's been hanging yep. with us this long, and uh, as well, we'll be back next Saturday, uh, yep. right on time, nine o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Twitch TV four slash Lockdown Even Sports, simulcast on YouTube, Lockdown Even's podcast in your area, in your living rooms, and on your airways each and every Saturday, nine p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So in the meantime, in between time. That's Coach Kurt. I'm Coach Defense. Until next week, we'll see you when we see you. Step up and lock it down.